Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. When you move out to the Bay Area suburbs, there are things you just got to get used to. So we pull out our phones. We're just like, oh, my God, look at that. That's Charity Bowling Toastner moved to Oakley last summer when her family was evicted from their home in the Bayview. Generations of her family had lived in San Francisco for almost 100 years. We've all heard these kinds of stories before. But just how expensive and how bad it's gotten has been a little fuzzy until now. The map itself is so powerful because you see how people are getting pushed further and further out. The Mercury News and the East Bay Times took a bunch of zip codes and looked at how high rent and mortgages have gone up over the last six years. It's a window into understanding just how unaffordable the Bay Area has become and how quick that happened. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Everybody kind of knows that the Bay Area is really expensive. Hell yeah, we do. That's why Katie Murphy, who covers the state government for the East Bay Times and Mercury News, started analyzing rent and mortgage data over time. One of the things that surprised me the most was that there was nowhere last year where you could afford the median rent for an apartment on anything less than $64,000 a year. And $64,000, I mean, I'm just thinking of like a family making that much. That's that's the brown minimum wage, isn't it? Right. That even if you had two people working minimum wage jobs that paid $15 an hour, which is the minimum wage in, in some places, you still would not make enough to afford the median rent for an apartment anywhere in the 10-county Bay Area. Katie and her colleagues looked at data from Zillow for the nine-county Bay Area, plus Santa Cruz County, since it's near San Jose. They started with 2012 data because housing prices had dropped really low because of the recession. 
The economy remains the number one issue in this election, of course, and the housing crisis remains a drag on the recovery. Prices had fallen pretty dramatically for homes, and rents were still fairly low. Today, the Case-Shiller Index said year-over-year home prices fell 3.4 percent in Atlanta. If you were making $100,000 in today's wages back in 2012, you could afford to live in 70 percent of the zip codes in the Bay Area if you were a renter. I'm curious about the reason why you chose the $100,000 marker. We chose that number because we felt like it was, well, it's a round number, but we (laughs) felt like it was something that people could relate to because you think about $100,000, you're doing well. I think most people think that if you've made, if your family's making $100,000, you're doing okay, that you could at least afford to rent an apartment. Is that also the, the Bay Area's median income? As of 2017, the latest that, that we have from the census, it was uh, just shy of 103000 know, It was interesting to talk with the families that we did. I usually know down to the penny that I have in my account what I can spend and what I can't spend. We met with the Crump family who lives in San Leandro, just south of Oakland, and Trevor and Jenica Crump um, and their three children live in a two-bedroom apartment. Trevor is a meat cutter at Costco and earns about $70,000 a year, which is a a decent income, Um, but they have trouble even affording their rent. You know, we don't go on vacation anywhere. We've never gone. It's been... We went to Disneyland only. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That was our last vacation. Half of their take-home pay goes goes to rent. They've lived in their place for a while, and they sort of grew out of it, but there was nowhere for them to go. So when it came time for their teenage daughter to have her own room, um, they just moved to the living room um, floor. So they, Jenica and Trevor, they sleep every night on their living room floor. The main thing that really uh, puzzles and bothers me is how the how how it got this way, the housing. Like how it got to be so expensive. What struck me about the crumps was that they are so focused on staying out of debt. Jenica has a notebook that she uses and she puts every expense down. Um, I give it a name, I write the amount and the date that it's due. Haircuts Um, and and, um, groceries. She makes meals from scratch. um, Even day trips, you'd think, you know, a day trip to Half Moon Bay. She um, knows exactly how much that will cost with tolls and gas and whether they have the money to do it. And they usually only even do that um, if Trevor has gotten a bonus. And then I add them all together so I know how much... Everything is for the week. They keep this old van running. He he maintains it himself using YouTube videos. They really, you really get the sense that every dime is accounted for. (laughs) Based on the analysis that you did, which cities are out of the Crump's budget if they want to pay only 30% of their income for rent? On their income, they could afford six zip codes. Vallejo, Vacaville, um, Fairfield, Dixon... Rio Vista. That's all Solano County. Yes. What does the data show about other Bay Area cities? If you look at um, Redwood City, where in 2012 you could 
afford a mortgage payment on a home there on less than $90,000. And now, or as of last year, you would have needed over $200,000 to be able to afford basically the same home. Um, just And that's not, that's down payment aside. That's That's just the mortgage payment. These home values have have gone through the roof. One of the things we found was that in Dublin, Dublin, the median home value is over $900,000. That's not cheap at all, but they have really good schools there. And it's cheaper than other suburban areas that have really uh, strong schools or that have a reputation for strong schools. So what's happening is families are flocking to Dublin. Um, Dublin's also building really quickly and added a ton of condos and townhomes um, to the hillsides. When I looked at your map and I looked at the spread over time about how unaffordable the Bay Area was getting, I, I immediately thought of Dublin because I have a friend who lived out there and I just saw the development that was happening over the last you know 10 years. And it's just incredible to see not only new homes being built, but a whole new city basically being built there. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. And despite all the building, rent there is still, as of last year, was over $2,700 a month um, for the, the median rent. I mean, that's that's a lot, right? What, what was Oakland's? That is, we had 13 zip codes in Oakland that we looked at. And the cheapest... Um, the cheapest was still about, um, and this is, we're talking about apartments, not even single family homes. Right. And the cheapest place to rent in Oakland was about um, 2400 a month wow. last year. Okay. Yeah. I'm so actually... that Oakland is one of the places that have seen the biggest run ups in rents. The government and housing advocates say that if you're paying 30% of your income for housing, that's affordable. Of course, affordable rent or mortgage is all relative depending on each of our own circumstances. But as your housing costs increase, the sacrifices you'll have to make to stay in the Bay Area will too. I mean, some people have childcare payments that are $2,000 or more per month um, or student loans. So there are so many things that go into whether something is affordable. And this is just a very uh, crude measure, but we thought yeah, it was right, right. an interesting exercise. So speaking of this exercise, so I just put in my income for rent and I, and I put the search button on 50 mile radius. <laughs> so I can live in Vallejo. I can live in Concord, Bay Point, Pittsburgh, Antioch. It looks like I can live in parts of the Delta, going up to Vacaville, maybe maybe Fairfield, and then getting mm-hmm. out to some of the more Dixon. rural areas. Yeah, definitely Dixon. I don't know how to feel about this. This is making me feel like, I mean, I kind of, I knew not to go to, for, for example, Marin, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know, like, for example, San Pablo, Richmond, El Cerrito, that it would look this bad. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I think that's what was so striking to me and a lot of people that that read this, um, it, how quickly things have changed in so many places that you just kind of, especially as a, a person who's lived here for a little while, you just kind of assume there are places, oh, well, that place, like, I'm sure I could afford to live there. Um, so it, yeah. it is What's kind interesting, of sobering. It is sobering. But it's also like, 
obviously I'm living in Oakland and obviously I'm paying a lot more than 30% of my income to live there. So that's what I'm willing to give up, you know, with a lot of other things. Um, but it makes you think about like which parts of your life are worth it and which parts you're not really willing to, to sac- make sacrifices on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting in, in how complicated things get when you have a family too. Or I was also thinking about, well, what about single parents? You know, I mean, it's almost like these numbers have gotten so high that you need two incomes to be able to you know, to be especially to be able to buy anything. Yeah. Um, so, what happens to people who have children, um, but also just have one income? Katie Murphy is a state government reporter with the East Bay Times and the San Jose Mercury News. To see what rent or mortgage that you can afford, and to read her story, check out the link in our episode notes, or go to eastbaytimes.com or mercurynews.com. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for the Bay. We'll talk to you Friday. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.